Kingdom. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. It's episode 47. We've been with you for 47 weeks. We're closing in on that year, which we're so excited to celebrate. We've got some fun stuff planned for our 52nd episode, right, Charity? We sure do. So in the coming weeks, we'll be sharing some information, but I think it's going to be really fun for our loyal queendom. Mm -hmm. If this is your first time joining us, queendom is how we affectionately refer to our listeners. Since we're the New York City K-pop queens, queendom's the name of our family. So welcome. Welcome to new members of the queendom. Welcome to our loyal members. If you're not following us on social media, please give us a follow, NYC K-pop Queens, Instagram, and Twitter. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us. Slide into the DMs. Let us know. Do you agree with our opinions? Are we missing out on a group that you'd love for us to review? Please let us know. We're here to build a community. So don't be shy. Say hi. We've got a stacked episode for you, like always. K-pop doesn't sleep. Either do we. We have a ton of reviews for you this week. Our guy, Kang Daniel. Kang Daniel, he's finished his color trilogy. We have a full review of the Yellow mini album. Then we have something a little different. We go from the King Kang Daniel to a young girl group, Stacy. We haven't spoken about them on the podcast. Can't wait to talk about these ladies. Super M, you know how we feel about Super M if you're a loyal queendom. Super M released a new track. We're going to give you our thoughts on that. Shiny repackaged album with a new single, Atlantis. We'll talk about that. Last week, we talked about a solo from a 17 member. This week, we have another one. The 8 from 17 released side by side. We're going to give you our thoughts on his newest Plus a really, really fun quiz I think you're all going to enjoy. Kingdom results. Lots going on in Kingdom. Can't wait to talk about that. K-pop news. Our song of the week. We have a full show for you. Before we get started, Charity, how are you feeling this week? I'm good. I'm super excited. We've had so much good music the past few weeks. I feel very satiated with my K-pop appetite. <laughs> we really have. Yeah. We really have. The past couple of weeks, I feel like, has just been kind of a smorgasbord of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of different groups, different solo acts, and different sounds. Yeah. We talk about it it's a exciting. lot, but there's something for everyone in K-pop. Yeah. Whatever you're into musically, there's a style. There's a group or a solo artist is doing that. You just have to find it. So hopefully through our podcast, we kind of help you find stuff that you may be into. Speaking of what you're into, every week stuff comes up in conversation, kind of in these organic conversations that Charity and I have, and we're always interested in what the Queendom thinks. So if you're following us on Twitter, hopefully you're participating in our polls. We post some polls. We're wondering your thoughts. I want to get into a few poll results. Last week, we reviewed Wendy from Red Velvet. Wendy had her first solo debut, like finally. Wendy's such a queen and she's been around for a long time and released a lot of original soundtrack songs for K-dramas and movies, but this was her solo debut. Charity and I both loved it. We really enjoyed talking about it, but we were wondering who your favorite K-pop female singer was. So the three choices were IU, Taeyeon, 
and Wendy. Guess who won, Charity? I would pick Wendy, but I bet you IU or Taeyeon won because I feel like they've had more stuff out. They are solo artists in general. So I'm going to say it wasn't my girl, Wendy. Yep. The Queendom chose IU. 63% of the votes went to IU, 25% to Wendy, and 12% to Taeyeon. So I'm kind of, yeah. So Wendy Wendy wasn't last place. I totally get it. I think I would choose Wendy of the three options. IU is so popular. I understand her popularity, but I've never fully connected to her songs, maybe as much as Wendy's and Wendy's voice kind of hits for me. So agree. We weren't on the side of the queendom on this vote, but (laughs) it's understandable. (laughs) Like you said, IU's been out for a long time and she's a legend in the industry. Mm -hmm. So thank you all for voting in that one. Like Charity was talking about, we've had so much the past couple weeks, and unfortunately, we can't review it all. So every once in a while, we'll ask you of these two acts, who do you want us to review this week? And that's what we did. So the question was, Stacy, only one of or both? And obviously, based on my intro, you know, Stacy won with 47% of the votes. So... Only one of got 20% and both got 33%. So we listened to the Queendom. We listened to you. We're reviewing Stacy, And I'm genuinely really excited about it. I've had my eye on them like since they debuted last year. And it's always nice to talk about a new group. So mm-hmm. thank you all so much for voting on that because we want to make sure we're giving you what you want. And we're talking about things that interest our communities. So please yeah. keep voting in those polls. It's really, really helpful And sometimes it's just fun, like when we get in arguments about hats or (laughs) (laughs) styling choices. (laughs) I always lose. I always Uh. lose. But (laughs) everyone, I hold out hope that one day people are going to agree with me and say like, yeah, that hat was ugly. (laughs) One of these days, Charity, we may get there. Uh. (laughs) We'll see. Hey, speaking of our queendom, let's do some queendom shout outs. We can see where you're listening from every week. It's really, really cool to be able to see where the community for the New York City K-pop queens, where y'all are located and where you're tuning in from. And we say it every week, but it's surprising to us. And it's just like, we're never not shocked and extremely grateful to see people from around the world are listening to this podcast every week and vibing with what we say and... You know, to be part of this K-pop community is really special to us. So thank you all so much. We don't take you for granted. We're so, so happy to have you here. So let's give a shout out, Queendom shout out, Hyde Park, Vermont, Deboik, Iowa, Forest Hills, Michigan, Cliffside Park, New Jersey, we see you, Hickory, Mississippi, Augusta, Georgia, Mexico City, Mexico, Fukuoka, Japan, Excuse me if I pronounce that wrong, but we see you every single week listening. Just want to give a special shout out to you. Queendom shout out to our friends in Poland, Liberia, and a big special shout out to Danielle from Delaware. Thank you so much for saying hi. We're so happy to have you as part of this community. Thank you for listening. We love you. Love you, love you, love you. Okay, let's get it started, Charity. It's time to start the show. Okay, everyone, enough Emily Babble. Let's get going. (laughs) So our man, King Daniel, we've talked about him a few times on the show before. 
but we have a new mini album. So he finished his color trilogy series with yellow. The single is called Antidote. So we reviewed Paranoia recently. Paranoia is on this album, but the new single and the new music video is Antidote. So let's talk about it, Charity. Let me know your thoughts. I don't even know where to begin. He is so talented and the level of vulnerability that he has in every single song on this whole album blows me away. I just want to say that first and foremost, because it is exceptional how much he really is tapping into a lot and sharing a lot through his music. I love the choreography and the video. He is such an amazing dancer. It's so Mm -hmm. just exquisite watching him dance. Mm -hmm. I also really love the chorus. It was so catchy and immediately stuck in my head. Stuck, Mm -hmm. stuck, stuck. Just like paranoia gets stuck in my head. Anadoke Mm -hmm. gets stuck in my head. Just, oh, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I agree. Look, King Daniel is a Sagittarius king. And (laughs) if, if y'all listen to the podcast, we're into astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. So it makes sense that I just vibe with him. I get it. I vibe with it. I'm here. I'll get to the dancing, but I want to talk about the vocals. In this song, his low notes at the beginning are so nice. They're so nice, so stable. Like as a vocalist, he's really, really talented. And since he came on the scene till now, I think you can hear his growth. He's a great vocalist and deserves so much credit for that. When he goes up in the first verse, oh my goodness, I was clutching my pearls. Like, whoa, (laughs) whoa. He goes from those gorgeous buttery low notes and goes up and it's just perfect. It sounds so good. I love the soaring high chorus. Like you said, it's Mm. so catchy. And then the song builds, like that beat comes in when he starts the second verse and It just makes me bop my head, smile along. It sounds like something that would be on the radio right now. This is a really consumer radio-friendly song, definitely very Mm Western-friendly, without trying hard to do that, if that makes sense. You know, we've talked about certain artists, you can tell they got producers and songwriters to get a song on American radio. This doesn't feel that way to me at all, but I think... His sound, the growth in his sound, it's just kind of organically gotten there mm-hmm. where I can see this song having mass appeal, mass appeal, not just in America, not just in Korea, around the world. I think he's a really strong international artist. I loved it. And I also want to say like, this song is really cool structurally, but I feel like he gets that sometimes less is more. Mm-hmm. This song kind of hit that for me where paranoia, there's a lot going on. In this one, I feel like we scaled it back a little bit. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think it's, it's awesome. And really like we have to talk about the whole album, what he did here with this album. I'm super, super impressed. I'll talk about it all, but I want to get your thoughts before I go into a monologue on this album. (laughs) I want to get your thoughts on favorite songs. What are you vibing with? I think Paranoia is probably still my favorite song on the whole album. But honestly, I just thought it was so cohesive, the entire album. I really liked Antidote. I also really liked Digital. It sounded like The Weeknd. Like, that's a song The Weeknd would do. 
No, for sure. A million percent. It sounds very, very much like blinding light. The beginning sounds like blinding light. Yes. I felt like it could have been on the weekend's last album, which is a phenomenal album. Yeah. To start the album that way. How strong. Oh my God. Blown away. And then I really like that he did two collabs and we talk a lot about collabs doing the right kind. Again, knocked it out of the park. Just the whole album, we talk a lot about cohesion and this Mm -hmm. is what we're talking about. Like Mm -hmm. nothing's out of place. You listen to it, you know, the first song all the way through it. It all tells a story about whatever he was going through, his depression, his anxiety, but it's not like a depressing album about it. It's just him sharing and being vulnerable and it's expressed through amazing music. And I really, really enjoyed it. A lot. I think you really tapped into something there with you can do an entire album on a very dark subject matter mm-hmm. and a dark time in your life. And to find ways to express that where every song isn't an extremely sad, depressing ballad. Yeah. That in and of itself is really tough. And he did it. And, you know, he said, I want to kind of read something from an interview. I think it's really interesting how he approached this. And he said, this is the last album of the color series. I planned this with the message that not everything is as it appears. I wanted to talk about duplicity and contradictions through songs. It's an album that lets out my inner feelings and contains an emotional aspect. It's an album that's like a late night diary entry. Mm. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't, don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. And yeah. it really is, and he did such a good job with that. And something else he said, kind of right after that, that stood out to me because I feel like the color yellow has different meanings for everyone, but normally it's sunshine and bright. Yeah, it's usually a happy color. And he says, I think yellow is cute, but yellow does not seem bright to me. It looks like street lamps at night. So it's a color that is cold and makes me think to myself. Ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I mean, it's really like this whole yeah. album feels like that yellow street lamp at night. Yeah. Wow. I feel like that he's a poet in the way he's speaking he really about is. this subject yeah. matter. He nailed it. He nailed that concept. And he let us in. He let us into his world and mm-hmm. into his head. It's so cool. Digital's my favorite song on the album. Yeah. I love that song. I agree with you. I immediately thought this sounds like The weekend, And to me, The weekend's one of my favorite artists. So that's a huge compliment. Yeah. I mean, that is a compliment for sure. Yeah. It's so, so good. Great start to the album. Paranoia is a really strong song. Misunderstood, that feature. Shout out to Omega Sapien. I love mm-hmm. him. He's a really cool Korean rapper. And he was great on that song. And I think such relatable lyrics, forever misunderstood. 
I get it. A lot of people get it. I love that he stuck with this story and concept through the entire album, like the depression, anxiety, trying to get out of it. And antidote, kind of knowing like there isn't a happy pill. Mm -hmm. So many times we want to fix whatever's wrong with a pill, with something else, a distraction. Yeah. It's the easy way out is never going to fix it. I love that he kind of recognizes that it shows that he's done a lot of work on himself and he's Mm -hmm. very insightful and intelligent. I'm super impressed. I love this album. Love it. I probably listened to it more than anything this week. And there's not a bad song. The whole concept. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I mean, when we reviewed Paranoia, I was super excited for the album that was going to be attached to it because I thought there was no way that he would give us that gem and the rest of the album would not deliver. And I was proved right that he clearly delivered such an exceptional piece of work. I'm very impressed. Yeah, really, really great. I think we talked about it with Paranoia. You know, I was slow to jump on the Kang Daniel train. Like I understood why people liked him, but it wasn't my cup of tea necessarily. I never kind of listened to stuff on repeat. I was like, okay, he's good, but you know, not my thing. With Paranoia, that really changed. I finally got it and felt like, oh yeah, what have I been doing? This guy's amazing. And this album just cemented it. It's so, so good. I think we're officially Kang Daniel stands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In case you can't tell, we liked this album a lot. So, so good. Before we move on, we have to let the Queendom hear it. So yes. let's play a clip of the new single, Antidote by King Daniel. I'm looking for the Really cool. Really cool. And like you talked about earlier, just huge shout out to him for the vulnerability. Huge shout out for sharing his story and for talking so openly about his struggles. I think that would be really hard to do in interviews, especially when you're so present emotionally. Talking about difficult stuff can bring those emotions to light. So Mm -hmm. I give a lot of credit to him. And I think in doing that, he opens the door for all of us to say, oh, yeah, I've struggled too, and it's okay to talk about it, and let's keep kind of taking the stigma away. You don't have to soldier through. You don't have to distract yourself and deal with it. Sometimes you need to say you need help and take a break. Kang Daniel took a break for three months. He needed it. Yeah. Look what came out of it. Look at the art that he's produced since. My goodness. Amazing. Like what a positive role model and example. Shout out to him. Awesome guy. Love it. Rooting for you. And just great music. Take away everything else. This album is no skip. It's really, really, really well done. So yes, congratulations. All right. Let's shift gears here and talk about a young, exciting girl group, Stacy. Okay, these ladies debuted in November of 2020. So this is a new group. Yeah, very new. Very new, very young. 
Their debut was met with a lot of love. My Twitter timeline was lit up about them. And this is a kind of, I guess this is would be their first comeback, like official mm-hmm. comeback. The mini album is called Stadum, kind of like Queendom. I like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the single is called ASAP. Okay, Charity, what do you think about the Stacy ladies? So I really like them. I liked other songs in the album way more. I'll get into those in a minute. ASAP was not my favorite. And this is just personal preference. We've talked about this before with what I kind of strayed more towards, what Emily kind of strays more towards. Just to preface this, it was a little too like young and cutesy and the video especially. And just they were very much in their higher register, which just is not my favorite. So this song was a bit of a miss for me. But I did like other songs on the album more, but I'll let you talk about what you thought. I just, especially the video, I was not feeling it with the cartoons. It just was way too young for my personal preference, but I will let you share. I'm on the other side of it. (laughs) Other side. I think it's so, so cute. So, so cute. They're young. They're cute. That's who they are. You know, it's like... It's like when Treasure does a cute concept, this is a young, young group. And I loved, I thought it was really cute, really fun, youthful, very much in the same lane as Weekly, who I adore, kind of like a happy pill. The choreography just made me giggle. I thought it was so adorable. They bring such a like energy to what they're doing. I loved it. I loved the bright colors. I loved the whole vibe. I think if you're going to do a cute concept, it can be executed well. And I thought they did a great job with it, but I'm different than charity. I'm definitely more (laughs) open to kind of cute, useful concepts. I think there's a lot of room in that for K-pop and I dig it. I dig it every once in a while. And I loved ASAP. I thought it was great. Great, great, great. Love it. I'm a fan. Um, So charity doesn't (laughs) like it. I love it. Yeah. On the album, it's a mini album, so it's four songs. Mm -hmm. So besides ASAP, there were three other songs. What song or songs you didn't like ASAP? Which ones did you like more? I loved, and I immediately added this one to my playlist, So Bad, the remix, which was actually their debut song. Um, Uh it It was a remix of their debut song. I loved it. It was so catchy. They did sing a little more in their lower register, which I really liked. Again, I thought it was a big bop. I loved it. Um, I also really like So What, again, because they were a little more in the lower register. I just, ASAP wasn't my favorite. I guess I just was, you know, again, but I'm not the market for it. And it's just. Well, people have different tastes. Yeah. People have different tastes. You don't have to justify your taste because, yeah. like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There, there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no right or wrong. It's just yeah, like it's just some people aren't into taste. it. Yeah. Like I definitely prefer like when Treasure does stuff. Only now, since I stand Treasure, I'm a lot more open to the cuter concepts. But to this day, mm, is by far my favorite song that they did, which again, is not cutesy. So no, that. Charity goes for dark, sexy. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm in the yeah. middle. Depends on the song. Depends on the group. I'm open to anything. And if I vibe with it, I vibe with it. Yeah. But I'm definitely like, I think the cutesy stuff, if I like the song, yeah, I love what this group is doing. I think it's wonderful. On the album, my favorite song other than ASAP was Love Fool. I loved the melody of Love Fool. You're able to really hear their vocals. And I do think they have great vocalists in this group. All six of them kind of 
bring something a little different. And I loved the pop rock breakdown with the drum and the claps. It was so, it was perfect, really well produced and kind of like a pretty whimsical song, that mm-hmm. mid-tempo where you can hear their vocals. I thought it was really nice. This is a young group, so they're going to continue to grow and give us some different stuff in the future. But I thought this was great. I'm into it. I'm into Stacy. Should we play a clip? Yeah, maybe we should play a clip of ASAP. And I have a feeling we're going to be asking the Queendom about this song since we're very <laughs> divided. I right? love it. Charity doesn't. <laughs> we're going to see what the Queendom thinks. I feel that you will win this one and not me. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see whose side they're on because a lot of times the Queendom goes for darker, sexier stuff over cute stuff. So I don't know. But let's play a clip and you all can decide for yourselves and check our Twitter, NYC Kpop Queens. We'll have a poll up sometime this week. On this subject matter, this is ASAP by Stacy. It's just not not gonna make my playlist. I love it. I love it. I'm dancing, bopping along, smiling. Oh, it's kind of fun when we don't agree because I feel like lately that hasn't happened. I think for the rest of this episode, there's gonna be things we don't agree on. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. A million percent. Okay, let's move on to one of our favorite groups. We talk about them a lot. We've reviewed them a lot. The boys of Super M. Super M released a song. It's part of their partnership with Prudential Asia. I'm still not 100% sure what all of that encompasses, but the song is called We Do. They released an accompanying music video. Let's talk about it, Charity. Well, this I can get on board with. (laughs) Okay. I loved it. I thought it was so catchy. I thought it was funky sounding. The video was so colorful. I love their outfits. I mean, if I'm going to run into them in a laundromat, time to go take my clothes to a laundromat because sign me up. (laughs) I I just thought it was really cute. It was a little more cutesy than than they usually do, but they still put their Super M spin on it. And I just love how they're like, that's how we do. I'm like, that is how you do Super M. And I'm on board. (laughs) Well, 75% of the queendom agrees with you. 75% of the queendom loves it. 25% said it's not for me. I'm in the middle. I don't love this. I think the song is really happy and fun. Mm -hmm. I want to say that. This is not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. It feels to me very BTS dynamite. The visuals, the lyrics, I felt like it doesn't, fit the vibe that Super M usually does. And that's fine. A lot of times people kind of veer and do different things. That's what being an artist is. Mm -hmm. But this felt a little forced to me. And it's definitely cutesy compared to kind of the powerful, aggressive vibe they usually bring. So I wasn't immediately just taken by it. I think the song itself is fun, but the music video, the choreography, (sighs) it's okay. I don't hate it. 
but it's definitely not my favorite thing that Superm's done. And it's not something that I'm going to continue to go back to. It just didn't, didn't check all the boxes for me this time, which I hate saying I love Superm so much. And I'm really concerned. This is the last time we see Bacon with his boys in Superm. So I'm like, oh no. Like, you know, when you want to like something so bad, I was waiting for the bacon part and I did not get it. That was my one critique. I did not get my bacon sing yell. Yeah, there wasn't the yelling. No. That high yell. My favorite part. I was like, come on. I was literally waiting the entire song for it. And I was like, really? (laughs) Maybe that's what was missing. I I just (laughs) felt visually like the laundromat reminded me so much of Spring Day with BTS. Like there was just so much that I was like, I've seen this. The colors are very, this. even like Mark had it. a very, very pastel oh. kind of look. Yeah. They looked, it was very cutesy, but I just love them. So I guess I'm, I'm in the, the group of, I will excuse it because I love them so much. But I felt like when you watched them, they, how do I say this? It felt forced watching it. I felt yeah, like. I don't see Kai being super cheese ball like he was in that video the way he was smiling (laughs) yes it was forced it felt like forced acting instead of them in their element and yeah you know every group doesn't have to do a version of dynamite by bts we don't need an all english disco song from every group like that worked for them but you don't have to conform to what's working for a super popular mega group like just do you keep consistent I bet this has a lot to do with partnership and they probably had a lot of say in the product. And I think that might be why. Oh yeah. I just felt like genuinely a little bit like watching it because I didn't buy it. I didn't buy that money. I didn't buy it. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. But does that mean as a, okay, fine. But does that mean like you can sit here and critically say that's a great music video and a great song? That's my point. I'm not going to use the word great. I just enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. You know, is it their best stuff? No, but I guess I just love them so much and I just was excited to have content and I didn't hate it. Like I I liked it. I did add it to my playlist because I was just like, okay, let me have a dance party. I thought it was fun, but it definitely did not fit them. It was very cutesy for them especially, but I enjoyed it, you know. I'll listen to the song more than I'll watch the video. That's for sure. It's just kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of a miss for me. I hate saying that, but this was a miss for me. I think the song's fine. It's not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. It's just kind of, okay, okay, whatever. I see what they were going for. I think it's very Mm -hmm. clear what they were going for. And I'm not sure if it works or not. I think you could have taken the concept and just had a little bit different tone of the song and of the music video and still worked within that umbrella of what maybe Prudential Asia was hoping for and asking for. Who knows? Not a politics, I'm sure. It's super am. They're really talented and kind of can pull off anything. Mm-hmm. But in my super um, spermy fan mind, I want to <laughs> see the other stuff. I want to see the other stuff. Uh, this wasn't a total hit for me. But let's listen to it and... Okay. Let the queendom kind of think about what they... And the queen of Mari spoke. 75% of them loved it. So I'm the minority <laughs> here. Let's listen to We Do by Super M. Come on now, everyone. Let's Run around in the sun. Let's Let's the side to side. Now we're having fun. Come on now, everyone. Let's Dream early, be the... Let's Run about 
Do you, Charity? Do you? That's how you do. That's how I do. It's not how we do today. It's fine. I don't hate it. I just think not how we do. Oh, it's it's how you do. Well, I don't know. Looks aren't everything. Um, Anyways, I digress. Love you, Super Ab. No matter what you put out, we root for you. Okay, let's move on to another super group from SM label, Shiny. So we reviewed Shiny's album a while back. The repackaged album hit this week that included three new songs, including the single Atlantis. So new song, new single, new music video. Charity, what do you think of Atlantis? I really liked it. I love the synth bass in it. The vocals in this group is ridiculous let me just start out with that the range that they have the way that they just belt out notes oh my goodness it just I love a good shiny song I really like the colors of the video I like the concept of the underwater thing and I have to say I really liked Minho's tiger striped sweater I really Mm. liked it Mm -hmm. I was expecting you to say you hated it because I was like oh I love this I bet you Emily will hate it but I mean, I didn't love it. I'll get into it. <laughs> I thought, I don't know. I just really liked the concept, the colors. They were very like turquoise and orange and very underwater. Um, and anytime I can see Taman sing in a video, just let me, let me have it, please. I really liked it. It's not my favorite yeah. on the album, but I really did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I think it's a good song. I love the chorus yeah. and it has kind of a driving beat. So mm-hmm. it's a good song. And the music video is very bright. You know what's funny? The set to me at the beginning looked really similar to the Super M We Do set. I'm like, okay. That's what I was thinking too. (laughs) Like, you watch those videos back to back. It feels like the same video in a lot of respects. It's just Super M goes to the roof and Shiny goes underwater. (laughs) Seriously, right? It looks like they filmed it on the same set. They're like, okay. You're going to go to the roof. We're going to put some fireworks out there. And then they're like, Shiny, you're going to go underwater. <laughs> That's so true. Right? Because uh, I did watch them back to back. I remember thinking that they seemed similar, but then I right? forgot about it. And <laughs> no, they really do. Like the beginning, oh. like the laundromat and the convenience store were the same set. A million yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that I liked the styling a lot more than the Don't mm-hmm. Call Me video. Okay. Okay. Nice. I hated hated the styling and don't call me it was so bad this i liked the styling when they were still like when they weren't underwater when they went underwater Mm -hmm. it got so little mermaid to me the sparkly purple vests and turquoise oh i thought the underwater theme was a little cheesy i was i'm not into it but i like the song i think the song is great And I really liked the choreography. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a part where their arms are wrapped around each other and they're kind of like doing this walk kick thing. 
And Taman is on one end and he holds out his arm as if it's wrapped around someone else. <gasps> I didn't see that. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it's a very oh, specific um, nod to, you know, shiny oh. as five and to their member who's no longer with us. So I thought that was Make really nice. I need yeah, to watch that. Was, oh. It was a really nice moment. Oh, my There's like tame. two kind of fast clips of it. So you can see that. But I thought that okay. was nice that they did that. Yeah, the choreography is good. I mean, it's a good song. It's a driving song. It's a good kind of single for a repackage for sure. Yeah. 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 Like it's pretty good. Um, what about the other two songs, Area and Days and Years? Area honestly reminded me in the chorus of the Bee Gees, the vocals. I can see that. That's see. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to say something. That's my issue in some of these songs. They're very, very high. Very high. I think they sing so high sometimes. It's not my preference for boy groups. I don't love it when they're in their falsetto. They're in their falsetto 90% of the time in some of these songs. That's not my vibe. Because I'm just saying I don't like when the girls do it, but when the guys do it, I'm like, oh my God, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I understand. For me, Uh, I think it can all be well-placed, right? Like a mm well-placed falsetto is killer. But when you do 90% of the song in it, it loses its kind of aura for me. It loses the specialness of being able to hit those notes and have that falsetto because your falsetto is your voice at that point. And it's just like, all right, this guy has a high voice. Like, okay. And I think, I mean, that's probably true, but we know that they have range. They're not yeah. like, uh, they're great vocalists. So yeah, I can definitely see the Bee Gees thing because the Bee Gees sing in a very yeah. high octave and a high yeah. range. Yeah. yeah and Lannis is definitely my favorite of the three new songs. Yeah. I kind of thought Area and Days and Years were very, they felt like Mm B-sides. These felt like kind of add-on songs on an album, not singles. So I was a little bit like, eh, not my fave, a little boring compared to the rest of the album because I really Mm -hmm. liked this album. Those two to me didn't add anything. I understand you don't just want to have one new song, but... I like the album. I think it's a strong album. And these two were just kind of like, I could have, you could have left these out. Just put Atlantis on there and it sounds great with the rest of the songs. I can see that. I don't disagree. Yeah. I mean, not bad, but just kind of, yeah, fillers. They're like fillers and you don't really need filler songs because the rest of the album's good. So, right. It's such a good album. Yeah. So we don't need like mediocre filler songs when everything else on that album's really solid. Yeah, that's like that. That would be my argument, kind of against putting Area and Days and Years on. I would leave Atlantis on for sure. That song's mm-hmm. dope. It's really, really good. But yeah, yeah, another two. Eh. But Atlantis is cool. Let's play a clip of Atlantis by Shiny. I just love their vocals so much. I just, I could just listen to them sing all day. Ugh. Especially Taman. <laughs> you love Shiny. I think they're like one of maybe your top five groups. Um, they really are. You're not alone. Oh my goodness. They're legendary in the K-pop world for good reason. They do have wonderful voices, great harmonies. 
Yeah, it's a good song. Alanis is a fun song. Still to this day, and I've said this a million times, one of my favorite K-pop songs will always be Replay. I mean, they uh, stole my heart. It's as soon as as soon as I got exposed to that song, song, when we jumped down that rabbit hole, I was like, all right, shiny, okay, yes, Replay. <laughs> I listen to that song a lot. <laughs> I like Replay, but honestly, what made me... What makes me love it even more, it's, you know where I'm going with this. I know, I when know. When Super Up did their K-drama, each member oh, did a K-drama, at oh. Lucas's K-drama, he infamously danced to Replay by Shiny while his girlfriend was dying. Of <laughs> a gunshot. It was, it was really. <laughs> Epic. One of the best. So yeah. if you haven't Go seen YouTube it. YouTube that, yeah. Just YouTube Lucas <laughs> Replay and it should come up. It should, it's, yeah genuinely one of the funniest things i've ever seen and that's all i think about now when i hear that song though it's so funny Um, oh goodness congratulations shiny though they've really had an amazing comeback and it's really cool to see them produce new music at a high quality and yeah be back together and all that sentimental stuff we love them is this going to be the last album until my boo leaves um, probably because I was going to mention the news later, he's releasing another solo album and doing a solo concert. So who knows? They're so prolific, like all K-pop yeah. artists, they put out so much content. I wouldn't be surprised if we get something else, but they're all pretty so. busy with solo activities and yeah. kind of other stuff. So I don't know, this could be it for a while, but they left us with a great album. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's a really, really good album. I didn't love a couple of these B sides, but it's a great album. They added another great song with Atlantis. So, yeah, Shiny gave fans a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's move on to an interesting solo release. So, last week we talked about Hoshi from 17, a song and video called Spider, which we both were just so crazy about. Like, that was our song of the week. And, Mm We don't always have the same song of the week. We have differing opinions a lot of times, but sometimes, rarely, there's a song, music video, or in very, very rare cases, a bias choice that will be the exact same. So last week it happened with Hoshi. This week, his 17 bandmate, The Eight, released a single called Side by Side. I had high expectations because of Hoshi. I think I came in like really hot. (laughs) What do you think about Side by Side? So I tried to keep it separate from Hoshi because I was just exceptional. So my expectations were not high. I didn't think that I was going to get something like that because I I don't think that they're a similar kind of personality or I didn't think that their solos would be that closely related. So I was kind of open. I really liked it. I liked the Latin beat it kind of had in it. And I loved the jazz piano break in the middle. I thought that was mm-hmm. a fun little a mm-hmm. little treat that I wasn't yeah. expecting. I liked the video. I loved that there was like unrequited love interest, but it was kind of fun and cute that he was like interacting with another like a love interest, which you don't, I feel like lately we've been getting that more, but for a very long time we were not. So I really liked seeing that. And it was mm-hmm. colorful and fun and playful. And I just thought it was cute. I liked Hoshi way more, but yeah. I still liked it. A lot. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> okay. Here's what I well, here's what I love about it. And I love this about like a lot of 17 content. They really use jazz music and jazz influenced mm-hmm. chords and other things in a lot of their songs. 
it makes it really interesting and dynamic and cool and not every other K-pop group is doing that. So I always hear that and I'm like, yes. I think the reason I was kind of like, eh, because when it started off, he had so much swag. He's standing there dancing and I'm like, yes, here we go. And then it all just gives like his confidence drops because of this girl. And we're watching him kind of chase after a girl for the whole music video. I I wanted more. If you're going to give me a love interest, I want more than just like giving her flowers in different settings for three and a half minutes. I thought it was very cute, but mm, give me cute with some substance. Give me cute with a little stuff. I think he's way more talented and there's a lot more to him than this song. I think a lot of artists could have done this song side by side as a song to me doesn't showcase him and what he can do. I think he could do a lot more. So that's why I felt a little disappointed watching it and listening to it because I'm a fan. So I was really like, oh, here we go. Visually, it's cool though. Don't get me wrong. I think a lot of the shots were interesting. I liked seeing his bandmates in it. And Mm -hmm. that dance breakdown with the piano was really unexpected. And yes, that broke it up. And that was really cool. I just kind of, I want to see swag the eight, not like (laughs) nerdy cute. It's just, it's just that my vibe for him, but it's not my place. No, I love a cute nerd. (laughs) Yeah, that's Charity's type. No, but it's not because you don't like cutesy stuff. (laughs) No, it's weird though, because I do like, the duality, I should say. Okay. Okay. I think of my epitome of like my perfect K-pop idol is Shonu. And he can be super sexy and aggressive and dark, but then he can also be super cutesy and nerdy and awkward and it just melts my heart. So I guess I like both. It depends on my mood. But musically... I know, it's weird. I feel like you rarely like the cutesy <laughs> stuff. I know. You go for the other uh, stuff more. Yeah, I know. It's but weird. It, you know, if, yeah. if if something's good and it, you like it, you like it. So yeah, can't box ourselves in. And it's not fair for yeah. me to box him in. I want swag from him, from the eight. Side by side didn't give me that. That's not on me to tell him. You have to be this artist. You can be <laughs> whoever you want. And it's kind of cool to give us different yeah. sides of yourself and different things you can do. I get it. I get where they were going. Hoshi comes out and does something that's so different from what we've seen from him in 17. The eight came out and to me gave a very, this could have been a 17 song. It just felt very much like in that lane, a little bit Mm -hmm. safe. And I wanted a little bit more. We'll see what he does later. I mean, I feel like we're going to get a lot of stuff from him in the future. So I'm sure he'll give us every side and, (laughs) and people will love or hate the swag. People will love or hate the cute. It happens. Everything's not everyone's cup of tea. So no shade. I think Side by Side's a good song. And again, I appreciate the jazz elements. Let's play a clip of Side by Side by The Eight from 17. We'll see what the queendom thinks of it. Okay, that was Side by Side by The Eight. I also want to say too, though, I think 
He's so cute. Like he's mm-hmm. really handsome. A lot of carrots. He's their bias. And I understand why. I get it. It's like they have a lot of good looking guys in 17 mm-hmm. and a lot of different types. I think no matter who, like what you're into, we were just talking about that. Do you like the the hot guy, the jock, the nerd? 17. They really have someone for everyone. So um, yeah. I'm sure all of the eight fans were going nuts this week because he looks amazing in this video. He really does. Like that girl rejecting him got on my nerves. Right. Ugh. Over and over right. again. Like, give Not me a break. believable for one thing. Not believable. This cute guy keeps trying to hold your hand and give you flowers and you're just rejecting him and being like, oh, no, girl. <laughs> Come on. Let's let's get in touch with reality. That's not what's gonna happen when you're in a room with him. Like, oh goodness, right? I'm sorry, yeah. but that's not yeah. what's gonna happen. No, 99% of girls, I would almost guarantee the queendom sitting out here, they're gonna hold his hand. Let's get right. Real. Ew, no, what? Whatever. <laughs> but it's a good song. It's a good song. I'm not. I'm not hating on him at all. I just want next time I want a little more swag from me. <laughs> okay, so we talked about so many different groups. Before we move on to our next segment, though, there was something we didn't talk about. Did you pick a bias for Stacy? I did, actually. We forgot to talk about it. We were sitting here talking about biases, and I just, I just panicked. Wait a minute. We didn't talk about our Stacy biases. It's a new group. We always pick biases for the new group. So apologies that you had to wait till this portion of the episode. Charity, I think I can guess who your bias or record. Maybe she's your record. <laughs> okay, guess. Jay? Ah, uh, yeah, she's my bias. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it right away. I knew it when the whole thing started. I'm like, Charity would like that one. <laughs> she because she has yeah. a lower voice. Like she's very yeah. sassy. <laughs> totally Charity's bias type. I got it. Oh, that's so funny. And then uh, my record is uh Suman. Okay. Because I really like her voice. I don't know who yours would be. I'm not even going to try because I feel like I want to stay on such a high note from last week. <laughs> from I'm Jessica not ready Ryan. to like, I guess you're biased and your record. So I'm not, I'm not ready to let like go of that just yet. So I need yeah. one more week before I, I go back down to losing again. <laughs> well, and for, if you're a new queendom or if you didn't listen last week, Charity guessed my Astro bias choice and record perfectly. That's very, very rare. Charity usually gets it completely wrong. Yeah. And she got them both. She, she got it. <laughs> so I was like, oof, look at her. Okay. For Stacey, my bias is Issa. Okay. I think she's really spunky. I just love her. I like her attitude. And then my record is Yoon. Yoon is so pretty. She's so, so beautiful. And my eye goes to her a lot, like when they're dancing and performing it. Mm-hmm. So that's my bias and my record. Of course, we have different biases and records. Of course. I love that you know mine. I'm usually very predictable. Once in a blue moon, I knew will right stray, away. but I'm I knew very right predictable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, apologies that we didn't do it earlier. I wanted to make sure we did that. I was just thinking, wait a minute. I don't think we talked about our biases because yeah. like, I get excited and want to talk about Super M. Yeah, same. Okay. So there are bias and bias record choices for Stacy. wondering who the most popular member is for that group. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about a lot of fun stuff tonight, a lot of different groups. K-pop is mm-hmm. giving us so much. It's time for our favorite segment a little bit later in the show. We did this on purpose. Charity. It's quiz, quiz time. time. 
Well, that was the worst one we've ever done. <laughs> Woo! As you can tell, we didn't get rehearsal in this week for quiz time. The tempo was off. Different, like, little remix there, it felt like. I was following your lead. I'm like, oh, we're doing a slowed down, <laughs> slowed down version tonight. All right. Whew. <laughs> We are a mess. Mess, mess, mess. You know, we got really confident last week. You know, yeah. the, the comparisons yeah. to Wendy and Soggy, I think it went to our heads. Yeah, that we are so, yeah. so great at singing quiz time <laughs> that the universe had to, you know. Humble us. Humble us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this evening we were humbled. Next week we're going to do better. Yes. Fighting. Fighting. <laughs> it's time for our favorite segment. So this week we decided to do a quiz, a general K-pop quiz. We were t- we've been talking about so many different groups. We thought it'd be fun to do kind of a random general K-pop quiz. The quiz is called Create Your Own K-pop Group to Find Out When You'll Get Married. Hoo-hoo, Ooh. stakes are high. Stakes are high. They are high. Finding out when we'll get married. Charity and I are both not married, so yeah. this is real, you guys. Shonu, if you're listening, this is our wedding date. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> Start booking the venue. Uh, <laughs> as always, we'll share the quiz on Twitter. Let us know your wedding date. And if you want to play along with this right now, the quiz is listed in the description of the very podcast you're listening to. Go ahead and click on the link and you can play along with us. Okay, Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. First question. Choose a vocalist from these options. Chen from XO, Kian from Monsta X, Yongjae from GOT7, DK from Seventeen, Jungho from Atiz, or Jimin from BTS. I am picking Jimin from BTS. He was an alternate for my fantasy group when we made it, so I'm going to pick him now. This is a hard choice. There's a lot of great vocalists, but I'm going to pick Kian from Monsta X. Okay, choose another vocalist. Young K from Day 6, Yoon from Winner, Do Young from NCT, Woosung from The Rose, Huey from Pentagon, or Ensong from SF9. All of them. <laughs> this one is harder for me. Okay. I'm going to go with Wu Sung from The Rose. I think he has one of the most distinct voices. I'm a huge fan of The Rose. What about you? I'm going to pick Do Young from NCT. Yeah. Yeah. When you've got Do Young and Huey, I mean, there's some yeah, really good tough. singers in yeah. this one, but okay. Now it's time to choose a rapper. It doesn't get easier, Charity. <laughs> okay. I am from Monsta X. Vernon from Seventeen, Changbin from Stray Kids, so we know who Charity's picking, <laughs> Bobby from Icon, Mark from NCT, or Mingy from Atiz. <laughs> Obviously, well, I'm picking Changbin. <laughs> one of Charity's biases is on the list, so so you pick oh, so Changbin from Stray Kids, right? Yes. I'm picking I am from Monsta X. Okay, next, choose a visual. Sengwa from Matisse. Hyunjin from Stray Kids. I wonder if Emily will pick him. Hmm. Jin Young from GOT7. Hmm. Jin from BTS. Hmm. Rowoon from SF9. Hmm. Or Jinu from Winner. 
Hmm. Many fabulous visuals here. Got some wreckers and biases mm-hmm. in the mix. Yeah. But I'm going with Hyunjin from Stray Kids. We miss you. We're waiting for you, Hanjin. Hanjin's still not back, and it ruins my day every day. But anyways, back to happier things. Who are you picking? <laughs> I'm also going to pick Hyunjin. He's yes. a great visual. <laughs> yes. Okay, we get to choose another visual. Hyungwon from Monsta X. Bamgyu from TXT. Jaehyun from NCT. Younghoon from The Boys. Mingu from Seventeen. Or Baron from VAV. I'm going to pick my bias from 17 Mingu. Emily, who are you picking? I'm picking my bias from Monsta X. <gasps> nice. Hyungwon. I've picked three Monsta X members. I'm, I know. I'm just building Monsta X. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say that I haven't seen Shonu's name one time, but whatever. <laughs> Choose a Magne, the youngest member. Jisung from NCT Dream. I-N, aw, from Stray Kids. Woosuk from Pentagon. Ooh, Emily. Sehun from EXO. Sanha from Astro. Yu-Yum from GOT7. Emily, so many of your men are in this. What are you doing? Where's Jungkook? Yeah. It's not not a youngest member question without Jungkook. But I'm going to go with Woosuk from Pentagon. I'm going to go with Yu Gim from Got7. It's my man. Yep. We've got biases all over the place in these quiz. Right? Okay. What kind of songs will they make? So this is, you know, we're building a group. What kind of songs would you like them to make? Cute songs like T by T's Crown. Catchy songs like Pentagon's Shine. Slow emotional songs like BTS's The Truth Untold. Fantasy like EXO's Power. Party, loud songs, like Big Bang's Fantastic Baby. R&B, like Fancy Child's Bermuda Triangle. Rock, like Day Six's Sweet Chaos. Deep, touching songs. I'm not sure how that's different from slow emotional, but yeah, I digress. Like um, BAP's Wake Me Up, or beautiful songs, like BAP's Honeymoon. Or if we haven't given you enough options, <laughs> other, just a, no, none of those. Uh, R&B, that's my jam. I'm going to say catchy songs. Okay. Which group do you want them to be like, Emily? BTS, unique music and hilarious personalities. T by T, cute music and adorable members. Got seven, catchy music and loud goofy members. Day six. Awesome rock music and silly members. EXO, amazing music, silly energetic members. Or like wavy, powerful music and funny personalities. I just want them to be themselves and have their own style. There's a lot of good options here, Charity. There's a lot. (laughs) I'll go with EXO, amazing music and silly energetic members. Plus bacon's an EXO, so duh. I'm actually picking the same thing because that's what I want them to be. Okay, which company should they be in? SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment, JYP Entertainment, Cause Entertainment, Cletus Entertainment, or Starship Entertainment? SM, hands down. Same, same. Ooh, oh my goodness. 
Let's show do it. Let's get it on. February 18th, 2024. So mm-hmm. we have a enough. We just, a couple years. We got to get this show on the road, buddy. <laughs> well, mine is nine years away. So <laughs> my wedding date is August 7th, 2030. All right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Gonna be a little old walking down that aisle, but okay. Huh. Interesting. I was hoping for like six months from now, but you know. Sometimes things take a long time, so. Well, mine will be basically when he gets back from his military service, so that's perfect timing, actually. Well, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I have to wait nine years. Who the heck knows who I'm marrying at this point? (sighs) Great. What a great quiz. (sighs) Well, that's fun. (sighs) Anyways, no, just kidding. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> let us know funny. the date you got. I, I really think I probably got the longest engagement from anyone. But <laughs> take the quiz with us. Please post to our Twitter feed. We'll post it there. Post underneath. Let us know your wedding date. Queendom, we can all be in each other's weddings. Yeah. You're all invited to mine. Nine years from now, get ready. Mark the date. Yeah, August ready. 7th, 2030. Oh, That's where you're goodness. all going to be. Queendom, mark the date. <laughs> Emily's wedding, August 7th, 2030. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, Ooh. so funny. I could be dead by the time I get married, so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, dying. Okay. Thank you for the quiz, BuzzFeed. Let's move on to something really fun. Kingdom. We talked about Kingdom last week. So Kingdom loves to torture us because the show comes out on Mm -hmm. Thursdays. We record the podcast Wednesday night. The podcast comes out Thursday night. So our podcast comes out on the same day. Obviously, we don't get a chance to watch Kingdom. So we're always like kind of a week behind. Added to that, they keep doing these like cliffhanger episodes where they only show you three of the results, three of the performances. It's (sighs) ridiculously frustrating. So anyways, last week, we knew three of the results from the first week, and we were guessing what the other three would be because they weren't showing it until the more recent episode. Charity, I'm happy to say I was wrong. I'm happy to say I was wrong. Stray Kids got number one. Our boys, as they should have, as they deserve, Mm -hmm. their performance was phenomenal. What surprised me, but I'm not mad at it, was the boys were number two. I was glad they were number yeah, two. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought Icon would get the benefit of the doubt because they're in a senior group. They're very well respected and they have a lot of fans, specifically Korean fans mm-hmm. who are voting. So I was pretty shocked by their result. Of the six groups, like the results, so it was Stray Kids, The Boys, BTOB, SF9, A Tease, and Icon. Would you switch up any of those? 1,000%. I'm sorry, yeah. but I don't think BTOB is that great. Yeah. And we'll get into this week's episode yeah. too, but I'm not impressed by them. I don't think the rappers are strong. I don't think the vocals are that good. They're not that great of dancers. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just, I don't think that they deserve number three by any means, stretch, whatever. I don't think so. Maybe number five. Yeah. No, you could switch. I could switch them in a tease and be okay with it. Yeah. From that first performance, though, I don't think it was a tease as strongest. I think what we're going to see tomorrow is going to be more on brand with a tease. Mm -hmm. But I would move up a tease and icon. Yeah. Same. In those results. So those results were a little surprising. 
We'll have new results to discuss next week. But the first three performances from the most recent episode were Icon, BTOB, and The Boys. We have to wait for Stray Kids, A Tease, and SF9. Wah, wah. They know why we're watching, Charity. Eminent knows. I know. They're like, let's let's make them wait. Let's ruin the flow of the New York City K-pop Queens podcast. It's okay. We're making it work. Okay, so we had the first three performances from the most recent episode. Icon, BTOB, and The Boys. We get Stray Kids, a tease, and SF9 tomorrow. So we'll talk about our thoughts on that next week's episode. We'll also have the latest results. And I have a feeling that leaderboard's going to change, so... Kingdom's really exciting. Let's get into these first three performances. Icon, what did you think about Icon? I thought it was cool that almost like you're watching a movie. And I really liked the dancing. I liked when he fell back into the dancers and they caught him. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite part, though, one of the members through the lighter the stage like got set on fire which i thought was really cool yeah and the other groups were so impressed and shocked as they're watching yeah. the performance which i thought was really cool they were very impressed by them i liked it i thought they did better than they did the week before the other groups are really supportive i, I think that's why it's yeah. fun to watch k-pop content in general you really get a feeling that they're rooting for each other yeah i thought their performance the first week was good this was like they stepped it up I loved how Mm -hmm. it started with Bobby on the chairs with that actress. It set the story. It was very dramatic. I also love Bobby's blonde hair. I'm a real fan of Bobby. And I liked the choreography, like when all the members then joined in, when they were still in the trench coats. I thought that was really Mm -hmm. neat. The transition into Killing Me, so well done. And I loved the energy in that whole second half of their stage. They showed different sides of who they are and what they can do. I thought it was really fun and a really confident performance. I was -hmm. impressed by this icon performance. Yeah, I totally dug it. I thought it was really great. Let's move into BTOB. They did To the World. Sounded like you weren't hugely impressed based on your previous comments. Yeah, just the rap lines really weak sauce to me. Okay, last week it was like, okay, maybe because it was a ballad. Well, maybe don't pick songs that do not showcase every group member then if you're going to be in a performance show because yet again, the rapper wasn't strong again. Well, but I think they're older, so they're not going to be able to keep up with the stunts and the tricks that groups like the boys and stray kids do. So they're trying to play to their strengths. Yes. I don't know. I just was not impressed. I thought the first week they did bring the vocals. I thought they were great the first week. I thought this week they did well. They sounded okay. Those trees were really beautiful. But performance-wise, I'm not sure they're at the same level. I thought it was a little bit shaky. Yeah, this wasn't the best performance. I also think it's important to note, though, it's kind of clear to me who stuck with the original budget and didn't get the memo. Groups that did get the memo, I think it's going to be very obvious when we see the other three performances I already have in my mind who the big budget performances are and who the ones that didn't get the memo. And I would have to say BTOB, they clearly, you know, they weren't part of the group that were told they could spend more than 4000 on their stage. I would be shocked yeah. if they were. It was pretty minimal. I think they did a good job with what they had. But yeah, it wasn't my favorite. And let's move on to the boys. The boys were amazing the first week. What did you think of this week with uh, No Air, A Song of Ice and Fire? 
I loved it. I love the concept with the zombies. I really liked this woman with her arms sticking mm-hmm. out to all the members, the interaction they had, the interaction with the camera, the dancing. It was just by far the best performance of the night between BTOB and Icon. I think the boys just killed it. I thought it was really good. I agree with you. I thought that woman's arms, it's hard to describe, but this woman's arms were kind of behind the camera and they were all interacting with her. It was very dramatic. A lot of effects, a lot Mm -hmm. of stunts and effects were going on. Some really cool stuff. I thought the fire and ice concept was neat. Yeah. It was interesting. They're really great at a big spectacle, at a big show. And I think their dancing is phenomenal. They always kind of get me with the dance. My only critique, I feel zero emotional connection with the story they're trying to tell. And I don't know if that's because there's so much going on. There's so many effects and so much that they don't let the moments breathe. They move very, 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 very quickly into the next stunt and the next effect. But I didn't feel the story that they were trying to tell. I saw it. I get what they were doing. Cool concept for sure. But there's something there that I'm waiting for the boys to do a performance that emotionally resonates. And just like in comparison, Icon kind of had me invested in their storyline. That whole thing, mm-hmm. sitting on the chair with the girl, I knew what this was about. I felt it. And then by the end, I was smiling and dancing to killing me. So it doesn't have to be like a dark story, but I just don't feel any connection. I just look at it and go, wow, this is a great show. And that's not a bad thing because that's what the show is. You know, it's a spectacle. Mm -hmm. It's a performance competition. Just me personally, I just really want those moments in the boys' performance where I feel the emotion and where they kind of let it breathe instead of throwing everything at us. And that's not just a knock on them. I think that's true throughout the show that everyone's trying to come out like really strong and do a lot of stuff. I get it. My personal preference is just that second. I think they're drawing from their experience from Road to Kingdom. Oh, for sure. A million percent. They're trying to win. So I think that they're trying to do these over the top kind of performances. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They're trying to do the spectacle. And I get Mm -hmm. that. I just think it's levels, right? It's just like songs. Like if shiny stays in that falsetto for 90% of the song, I lose my appreciation for their high register Mm -hmm. because I've heard it too much. I feel the same Mm -hmm. with this, just this specific performance from them. To me, so much was going on. I just wanted that second where we went, okay, a little more variety would be amazing. And they don't have to throw everything in every performance because like, I don't think it's an elimination show. It's just a ranking show. Or am I wrong on that? Because I thought it was going to be like a group's off the next week, but I don't think that's how this works. I think we're going to see these groups perform for the duration of the show. I just want like some variety that's not so over the top. A little more breath and a little less like special effects would be my my goal for the boys. Because I do think the boys have it that they could win this again. Like they seem like the ones that are really ready to go out of the six groups. Mm -hmm. And that's not a knock on any of the other groups. But like you said, they've been here. They were on Road to Kingdom. They know the deal and they know what it takes to win. We've seen so many amazing performances from them. I just want something a little different. I just want a connection. And I, for whatever reason, haven't felt that. So we'll see what they do next. I'm dying to see Stray Kids and a tease and SF9. I think a tease will bring it. I think that wasn't their best performance the first week. They're capable of so much more. And I think we're Mm going to see it. 
I'm optimistic. Of course, Stray Kids will bring it, but this will be our first performance without Hanjin. And we have to be realistic. Stray Kids without him is a very different group. When you lose your center as a K-pop group, that affects everything. So those other guys are so talented. Yeah, and they're all so talented and they can... They can all do so much, but it's still, there's just something in his presence at center. He starts things and it just feels like, oh, wow. So yeah, they're going to have to step it up. It'll be really, really interesting. One thing I loved in the preview is Wu Young holding up his phone and it's a banner for Changbin. They're like best friends and it's really neat. (laughs) It's so neat to see the interaction between these idols because we don't get to see that ever. And it's so cool to see real life friends get to be on the same show together. That must be so fun for those two. And I love how they're rooting each other on. And I'm, I'm really interested in what SF9 is going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know enough about them yet. So it's going to be great. We'll talk about it next week. We'll get the rankings next week. From these three performances, Icon, BTOB, The Boys. I would guess it's probably The Boys, Icon, BTOB. That's what I'm going for. If we put them in order, I Mm -hmm. might, I would maybe put the icon tied with the boys because I liked their song choice and their transitions. Like they gave me Mm -hmm. a little more variety, but I definitely think BTOB could be in trouble. Yeah. It'll be interesting. We'll talk about it next (laughs) week. New episodes of Kingdom are every Thursday on Mnet. If you don't have Mnet because you don't live in... Uh, the right country. We don't. We live in the United States. So we find it on YouTube. Thank you to everyone that's uploading it for us. I believe you could also watch it on Vicky, but I don't have a subscription. So I'm trying to do it the cheap way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a suggestion, a better way, let us know. But that's what we've been doing. So far, so good. (laughs) Fingers crossed it continues. So we'll talk about that next week. I love watching Kingdom though. It's nice to see the different groups and kind of get to know some of these other groups that maybe we're not so familiar with. Okay. Moving on to news. BTS. BTS announced Bang Bang Con. Bang Bang Con is just like a really fun yearly fan activity that BTS does. It's like a fun for the fans type of thing. So they did it last year and they're doing it again this year. This year they start streaming their live concerts for free on YouTube, Saturday, April 17th. So hopefully you're listening to this before Saturday so you can mark your calendar in case you missed it. That starts at 2 a.m. Eastern time. So Charity, are you waking up? Are you staying up? Will you be watching at 2 (laughs) a.m. on April 17th? Probably not going to watch that early. I think I'll catch some of the later showings. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... I'm the same way. Although I love the lineup of like the concerts they're doing. I think this is wonderful because like a live BTS concert, it's something that I wish everyone could experience. Like everyone should experience a live BTS concert once in their life. It's a game changer. They're phenomenal live performers and they perform for so long. You get so many great stages and variety. And no opening act. Thank God. No, I love no. no opening act. We just get that and just BTS three hours. Yeah, K-pop <laughs> groups don't do all that BS. You don't have to yeah. watch. And like they're on stage for two and a half or three hours. I mean, they give yeah. you your money's worth for sure. So this will be really fun. I think I'm like you. I'm not going to – I could stay up. I'm a night owl, so maybe I'll be up for when it starts. But I'm going to go to bed. And when I wake up, I'll 
turn on YouTube yeah. and see where we're at. That'll be fun. Uh, more BTS news. The Dynamite music video hit 1 billion views. Amazing. 1 wow. billion? Like... That's crazy. That's such a massive number. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So huge congrats to them. I mean, that's that's insane. Astro, who we reviewed last week, they already have two wins for one. And the new album is the second highest when it comes to uh, K-pop groups in sales rankings wow. in 2021. The only group that outsold them so far this year is a tease. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's a big accomplishment. Congratulations to Astro. Uh, I don't want to toot our horns, but we both gave that album good reviews. So mm, yeah. not surprising. Um, <laughs> I, I mentioned when we were talking about Shiny that your man, Taman, Taman announced he has a comeback in May and he's doing a solo Beyond Live concert. I believe he said May 2nd. So it's going to be mm-hmm. early May comeback for Taman. Get ready, Cherry. I'm ready. Always ready for him. <laughs> NCT Dream. NCT Dream is dropping their first full-length album, which feels kind of crazy to say. Yeah. But I guess it has just been mini albums. It's been shorter, five or six songs. So their first full-length album comes out May 10th. It's called Hot Sauce. It looks chaotic and crazy. I would expect Ooh. nothing less from those guys. That's going to be really interesting. I also think it's interesting that Mark is back with them. Yeah. Like, it's weird how they kind of, the lineups in the NCT groups are very fluid. I know. It's like, all right. I mean, yeah. I. It's interesting. I wonder how they decided. Right. Mark's so strong. He's a great addition to any group. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Put Mark back with the youngins. <laughs> That's probably Well, I wonder if it has something to do with, you know, when Bacon enlists, Super M's not going to be around to have performances. So they're just. Making him yeah. be in multiple groups again. They're like, you don't get off this easy, buddy. Come on. Yeah, you're not just <laughs> NCT 127. Yeah. We're going to put you over here. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> not surprising. It's SM. So I think you're yeah. on to something. Uh, but we'll be looking forward to those new releases. It's time for Song of the Week, Charity. My Song of the Week is Antidote by King Daniel. Yes. The King Daniel single that we reviewed at the top of the episode I'm not surprised. I figured you'd be picking a King Daniel song. I just wasn't sure which one. So I bet you I know which one yours is. We do have different ones. We have different ones. What's my song of the week? Digital. Wrong. No, 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 I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. My song of the week is Digital by King Daniel. Oh my god, I got worried. I'm like, what? Did she pick the ASAP song over King Daniel? What? No. Okay. Definitely digital by King Daniel. It's hard to pick a song because I love that album, but I love that song. It's such a great start. It sets the tone for an amazing album. So King Daniel, we're showing you lots of love. Yeah. Hopefully the Queendom agrees with us and they love that album too. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? Let us know. Slide into the DMs. We'll be posting some polls on our Twitter feed, NYC K-pop Queens. Be sure to follow us there and on Instagram or just one. If you don't use Instagram, it's okay. We'll be posting content throughout the week, but all of the polls are on Twitter. So you may want to get on there if you want to participate. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this K-pop community. Clearly, we're very passionate about this. It's our favorite thing. To get to talk to each other about it is so much fun. And then to 
turn on a microphone and connect with people all over the world who share our love for K-pop. Really cool. So thank you guys so much for welcoming us into your lives. We love you and we appreciate you. New episodes every Thursday. So we will be here next week to talk about a bunch of new stuff. I know there's a new Ace song coming out featuring Gray, which I'm super psyched about. Day six. Day six hasn't had a comeback for a minute. So that'll be really fun. And there'll be tons of other stuff too. You know, we're always adding on. (laughs) I feel like K-pop is coming with a lot of new releases. The past couple of weeks we've reviewed so much and I don't see that slowing down based on the amount of people announcing their comebacks. April's been stacked. We know May's going to be stacked. So get Mm -hmm. ready, Queendom. We're not, we are not slowing down. We will be here next week to give you more of our thoughts on these amazing K-pop releases. Until then, please stay safe, be kind, and have fun. Spread some love and light out there in this world. Corona's not over, so... Let's all try to remain careful and vigilant with all that fun stuff. I feel like we can see a little bit of, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel with this, with vaccinations and everything else. So as hard as it is, we all have to still, you know, be smart with your choices, but wishing you lots of love and happiness and have an amazing week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Queendom. Bye.